you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football. Live here in New York City, it is the third hour of a Thursday at the end of March. I'm Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, and Michael Brockers wheeling out the end of his second day here on GMFB. We just got done having a lively discussion about things that you have slept through. Uh, Kyle, as the native Chicago in at the yeah. table, um, Justin Fields sleeping, do you kind of like respect that about your guy? Like, do you like what Justin Fields is about and his personality that's bringing to the table? Yeah, there is a conversation there about like the nap life and the nap nation. Like, mm. is that soft if you nap? Or mm. like, no, I think I think you were on it, Jamie. Justin Fields is this next generation athlete of taking care of his body and resting and recovering and vegan. So I'm way into it. Yeah. I mean, you've seen how many hits that guy's taken over the last couple of years and mm. he's still standing. Yeah. I, I, he can nap whenever the hell he wants. He earns it. I would <laughs> think that he may have been relieved that uh, Ryan Poles gave up the first round pick because then yeah. there's no more like, oh, are they going after a quarterback like they got him a wide receiver and his GM just wanted to tell him such mm-hmm. it's he great out, he found out eventually he did mm-hmm. you know good leave a voice it's all good right exactly don't, don't ever leave a voice <laughs> right. that's Definitely that's actually that could be a throwdown question <laughs> Brock you ready we're about to play throwdown Thursday things get very serious here in the third hour there's a gong. Thursday there's a gong uh here is where we settle debates, settle the deepest of football disputes, if you will. Not with kicks, punches, but with the power of a rhetorical persuasion. Mm. Indeed. Our first throwdown focuses on two young quarterbacks entering the upside down and the unknown with historic franchises. Which starter would you have more faith in week one that you just don't know much about? Mm-hmm. Is it Jordan Love or is it Trey Lance? Jason, you have to go first. Oh, my goodness. And you have to answer, Brock. Oh. Yeah, I, I should pull a straight here and just give both sides well, of the argument. Well, if you... Uh, I'm going to say Jordan Love. He's been waiting in the wings. He's been able to learn from Aaron Rodgers. And even if Rodgers didn't pull him aside, taking him to lunch and showing him the ropes of everything he does, he's gotten a chance to sit in that backseat and watch him over the years. There really is no great reason to say one over the other. I just think for Jordan Love, going forward with everything going on in Green Bay, I love the adversity of all of it happening, the drama, everything with Aaron Rodgers on McAfee's show, talking about the way the Green Bay Packers were treated him having this young weapon and Christian Watson. I just love the whole storyline about it. So I would go with Jordan Love in hopes that he feeds into all of this. Like, yeah, they got rid of Aaron Rodgers for me. I'm the new guy here. Same way when Brett Favre left, Aaron Rodgers took over. Now it's my turn. I'm getting under center, and I'm going to make mm. things go in Green Bay. I'm going with Jordan Love. Get it all done. Alright, he went with Jordan Love. I, I'm going to go with Trey Lance. Mm. And, and the reason why I say that, because I don't think it's just going to be him. I think it's going to be him and Shanahan and, you know, making that scheme work and I just know if if it came to game day and you know Kyle has this this thought of you know Trey is going to play I think he will build a great game plan for him to win that game. I don't I, I don't think it'll just be Trey going out there doing what he does and you know making plays. I think he'll have a scheme to beat whatever team they're going against. 
Now, an honest person would answer this question by just looking at their skill and talent and let it be a standalone answer. Mm-hmm. I am not mm-hmm. an honest person like that. I'm going to say I'm going to just rely on the laurels of um, I'm going to go with Trey Lance because uh, I think the team he is yeah, on exactly. is better than exactly. the Green Bay mm-hmm. Packers. And that's kind of a cop out. But that's the way I'm going to mm-hmm. go with that, because you just I, one of the toughest throw down questions we have is we have because mm-hmm. we just know nothing about. Yeah, this right. is tougher than tortilla chips versus potato chips. There's <laughs> no other answer besides tortilla chips. Well, mm-hmm. some people think that way. I agree with you. Um, it's interesting because you mentioned Christian Watson, the Jordan Love throw to Christian Watson's college quarterback was Trey Lance. That's pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it has to be Jordan Love. I, I'll put it this way. It better be Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. I, I just look at yeah. the yeah. Packers. They're saying... You're the guy. Here's the keys. Drive. We've seen you for three years in practice. What is it, Jason, called? The Look Squad. You're running the Look Squad. Yeah, get the cards out. It looks so good that, uh, never mind Rodgers, we're getting rid of him, we're going to trade him. They know better than us. LaFleur knows better than us. At least they've seen more than us. Trey Lance, we've seen a little bit. He's been hurt. Man, Jordan Love better be football Jesus, I'm telling you. You better be. (laughs) Guys, you better hope this is no some, like, tier three C-plus quarterback. Because the best ever is leaving, so I hope it's love, and I'm going to go with love as well. You hope for him, yeah, you hope for the people that made that decision, and frankly, for football in general. It's a weird NFL world to live in when the Packers aren't Mm. up at the top. Mm -hmm. All right, question number two. Uh, Brock, the last two cities that you played in, both L.A. and Detroit, are iconic in their own ways. Um, But let's stick with basketball. They have their cast of characters throughout the years. Which locker room, though, would you rather have been a part of? The Showtime Lakers or the Bad Boy Pistons? Showtime Lakers, Bad Boy Pistons. Brock, you have to go first. I got to go first. Um, If I was choosing just off of base of what I know, um, I'm going to go Showtime Lakers because they were winning championships too. um, Mm. And they had some great players. And it's in L.A. You know, you're in front of the media. The media is going to, you know, have you doing whatever. And, you know, now you're you're selling your pits. And now you can have off the field things going Mm -hmm. on. So. Mm-hmm. Or off the court in this in, in this matter, but uh, I, I'm gonna go with the Lakers just because I feel like the value yeah. off the field is there. Brock, there's a, a, a robust nightclub culture that would come with that too. No. The Showtime Lakers yes. got after it. Yeah. What, what, what do you think about that part of it? Oh man, I think that's. I mean, it, it just came with it. You were Showtime yes. Lakers. Yes. You, have to, yeah. you have to be a part of nightlife as well. Totally. Had the, had the club right there at the arena. At the forum. At, at the forum. At the forum. Uh, it, it was going down. Um, I'm going with the bad boys. I, I, mm. I, you think about what these guys represented. They came up with the Jordan rules. They couldn't beat Michael Jordan, so they just started beating the hell out of him on the court to be able to win the game and eventually get their own championship. But then you took it to Showtime Legends and went, oh, they were partying, they were having a good time. I mean, Dennis Rodman was a part of the bad boys. Bill Lambert, Rick Mahorn. These guys were having a great time, too. They're going to court. They'll win the game. They'll beat you up. And then they're going to go party afterwards. So I just love all the adversity that surrounded them, all the name calling they had to receive and had to endure. So the bad boy Pistons, I'm rolling with them. Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars. All of those guys, we're getting it done. We're walking around as the big bullies on the block beating people up. There's nothing better mm-hmm. than that. Yeah, I'd rather be in a locker room of guys that would, like, go into a brawl with me. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not, like, the, cl- the club is great. You can you can go out in any city you want to. But, like, if you're going to have a group of friends, it's like, oh, oh, whose car are we taking kind of <laughs> oh, thing? Yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's 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 a locker room I want to be in. The, the Detroit basketball in the late 80s, like, Chuck Daly fashion mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. when the head coach would arrive in Detroit, like, he set the tone. Like, I think... His images now are what NBA guys are like trying to embody when they hit their arrival strut uh, in the NBA. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, bad boys. I'm gonna go Detroit. 
I hate those Pistons teams. I hate them. I hate Bill Lambeer. Chicago guy. Yeah. I hate yeah. those words. And I'm going to use it over Makes and over. Sense. You know what's only stronger than hate? Detest, mm-hmm. loathe. I, I hate all of them. I don't want any part of their company. Uh, their idea was to just beat the hell out of Michael as long as they could, and then eventually Michael just beat the hell out of them on the floor, swept their asses, and then they walked off the court before the game was even over. No class, no respect, disgusting display. Uh, oh, disgusting. Oh, wow. disgusting. And Isaiah, oh, I left off the dream team because no one likes you, Isaiah. Like, no one likes you at all. Uh, we can get into that. I'm going to go with the Lakers. But I got to say, like, if it's now, I don't know if I can hang with that with that Lakers squad like the way that they, I think you could. Well, listen, I don't know. I, I have a I lot would of find faith AC in Green, and we would have a Shirley Temple and read some scripture because like, I don't I don't think Big Game James and, and certainly uh, Irv, like all those guys. Like I don't know if I can live that '80s LA really life different. at all. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna go with Lakers. Maybe Pat. Well, Pat Riley's probably living it too. AC Green's the only one I could hang with at this. You point. and you and AC yeah. Green. Yes, Shirley Temples. Exactly right. And. And Charles Barkley saying to AC, if God is so great, why didn't he give you a jump shot? One of the all-time quotes. That's a real quote you can look it up. I don't care for the Pistons, so I'll go with the Lakers. Your your childhood yeah. was like watching the Pistons beat up on your guy, Michael Jordan. Like, yeah. this is where this is coming from. Yeah. This is oh, not yeah. just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I lived when he said Trump. hate, I knew it was deep. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was deep. And listen, I, 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 I respect them. They were like this, this like a pro wrestling heel. Like, they had a cool thing, and they won two titles. Isaiah should have been awesome. on the dream team, though. Yeah, no one liked him. You have to have team chemistry. No, he doesn't have a spot. We'll give it to Christian Leitner. <laughs> Get out of here. Christian Leitner's going to have a spot. Leitner's You're going to sit and watch. Team. Sorry, Mike runs the world, and he yeah. choose. Yeah. Here's, here's, here's a, another deep dive on the second throwdown question. Yeah. Do you think um, that the Showtime Lakers had crunk juice in their bejeweled? Oh, Do you mm. think that we were talking about crunk juice? I think they had everything. I just want to make sure they had you had a lot more than juice. juice. We had yeah. crunk juice, and then I, like I did like the nerdiest thing you could possibly do, which is Google how to make crunk juice. And it's just like put all the juices and all the boozes and just have fun. It sounds great. So they right. definitely had that. All the energy. Yeah, they had. They absolutely sure. did. Yes. They absolutely did. And that's yes. how we play Throwdown Thursday. Did you like it? That's right. Oh, man, I enjoyed it. I yeah. know. You got one serious, and you got one that goes off the rails. Yeah. Uh, it's exactly it's how we like to live our it's life fun. here on Good Morning Football. Still to come, the NFL draft is just weeks away, and we are getting to know this year's top prospects more and more each day. Next, we have USC's wide receiver Jordan Addison mm. joining us later in the show. Big candy guy. Watched him at the time. Right. Yep. Mm. Remember Hypnotic? I used to drink that. Hypnotic. Oh, that was Hypnotic? Yeah. yeah. Hypnotic. Those are the Y, right? The guests don't stop there. Syracuse Corner. Garrett Williams will be right after the break. <laughs> Shutdown guy playing for the Qs right after this. Remember Alizé? You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Back on Good Morning Football. A little trivia for you guys. Trevor Lawrence threw one pick six in college. Only one. The reason I'm telling you, our next guest oh, is the one who intercepted oh. it and returned to a three-year starter from Syracuse University. Please welcome cornerback and NFL draft prospect Garrett Williams. Yo, welcome to the show. Yeah. So I appreciate y'all having me. Oh, for sure, man. We're happy you're here. And we'll get to that pick six in a little bit, yeah. but... First, you suffered a torn ACL injury last year, and afterwards, you tweeted, the story is far from over. This will be legendary. 
Tell us about your recovery from that injury and what do you envision a legendary future to look like for Garrett Williams? Yeah, so I'm about four months out uh, from surgery. Um, and I've, uh, I've been in a really good place. I'm jogging, running, things of that sort. All my coaches and trainers are really happy about uh, where I'm at. And then I just know how I am. I know I'm going to keep working until I'm not just where I was before, but better than before. So how I see it is when I'm when I come back, um, nothing's going to stop. Nothing's going to drop off. I'm going to pick up right before I left off and uh, take over the league like I plan on doing. Hell yes. Take over the league. Mm. Tell us about that. You, that's that's the goal? Take over this thing? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like when I come into the league, I can be a, a really big impact player. Um, and it just comes down to when I get fully healthy and I can fully show my skill set. Because, uh, you know, right now, I feel like, you know, people kind of forget about you a little bit when you get injured uh, throughout this process. So when I come back, um, I got some time to make up. <laughs> I hear it, Garrett, and you're a great player, and you're a great quote. And let me give you an example of that. So setting the stage here, a few months ago, Trevor Lawrence was facing off against Patrick Mahomes in an NFL playoff game. Go back a little further than that. You became the first and only player to have a pick six off Trevor Lawrence in his entire celebrated, decorated college career. We got right here, and you're grabbing this thing, and you're going to put it in the house on his field. You later described it as a, quote, out-of-body experience. Tell us about the play and tell us why you chose that quote to describe it. Yeah, so it was my first interception in my whole college career. And so going into this game with Clemson, um, I knew if I wanted to be able to like get to the NFL and be on people's radar, I had to play my best games in the biggest in the biggest games. So playing on a national TV game against uh, Clemson, who was number one in the country at the time, uh, when he threw the pass and it tipped off of Mario Rogers' hands, uh, it was crazy because everything went silent. Like All I could hear is myself breathing. And so when I'm cutting through the field, you know, everything's moving kind of like in slow motion. And right when I was about to cross the goal line, uh, it was crazy. All the noise, like, came back in. And then when I looked up, yeah. um, I see my parents, like, right in the stands where I'm pointing at in the video. I see my parents and my sister jumping up and down, uh, like, vividly. Uh, so remembering all that was, it was crazy. It's something I'll never forget. Well, to, Garrett, to have done that at at Clemson, it must have been the, th- the reason why you didn't hear anything. It must have been silent. You could hear a pin drop <laughs> yep. if Trevor Lawrence is going to throw a pick six. It's true. On his, that's an incredible awareness for you to have the cutback, too. I think mm-hmm. that's awesome. Um, speaking of your time in, in your p- football career, you wore uh, jersey number 14 for two seasons, uh, two years ago. Then you switched to number eight. You're a corner, but you have an awareness for a quarterback having an influence on that decision to go with number eight. What was the inspiration there? Yeah, so uh, going into high school, my freshman and sophomore year, um, I was on JV and I wore number three. But when I was on my sophomore year, when I dressed for varsity, uh, my coach, Coach Seidel, he gave me the opportunity to wear number eight. And at our school, for some reason, we'd never had that jersey before. So I was the first person to wear it. And um, at that time, that was when Lamar Jackson was uh, doing his thing at Louisville. So obviously I'm looking up to him because that quarterback... Um, I see myself being dynamic, being a run, being able to throw. Uh, so I immediately jumped on the opportunity to grab number eight. Uh, so then when I transitioned to corner, um, it just kind of stuck as well because I didn't want to let go of that, um, that path. And then when I got to college and I got 14 at Syracuse, Coach Babers, I'm kind of as a role, you have to kind of earn your single digit. So for me, I kind of saw it as like a personal challenge for myself. Where I was like, okay, if I want to be able to wear number eight again, I got to earn it and I got to go get it. Um, so then after two years of hard work, I was able to get it. Uh, so number eight is always going to have a special place in my heart for sure. 
Well, pick six against one of the best college quarterbacks to ever play to turn into an NFL quarterback. Uh, that'll solidify your right to wear number eight. So speaking of Lamar Jackson, you're a fan. You've been watching his style of play from Louisville to Baltimore. He's uh, up in the air right now. What do you think about the situation with this quarterback that everybody knows and loves to watch play? And who do you think he will end up playing for in 2023? Um, I'm not really sure where he'll end up. I just know wherever he goes, he better get paid all the money he, he's, he's owed and he yeah. deserves. Mm, um, I feel like he's a, a one-of-a-kind type of player. And, and it, I think it says a lot where how the other guys in the league speak so highly of him um, and that the challenges he faces on a week-to-week basis. So, uh, wherever he goes, I hope he's able to get everything he's asking for. Hey, I hear you talking about that, him making whatever, you know, yep. money he's going to make. But uh, uh, I want to get a bit, little bit off the field. Uh, I, I re- read that you are a dual major in marketing management and retail management. Um, take us, a, you know, take us in a day, you know, what's a typical day in the life of Garrett Williams um, during the football season with you having so much on your plate? Yeah, um, it takes a lot of planning and a lot of a lot of like discipline. Uh, so for me, I, we pra- we practice in the morning. So we wake up uh, like six in the morning. We practice around like around eight. We finish like around eleven. So then from like eleven to like four, I'm in, I'm at class, and so I eat, and I'll probably take like thirty minutes to chill. And then those next three hours, it's all it's all schoolwork. So I'm on the computer doing papers, assignments, group work, those types of things. And so I have to write I have to write everything down in my journal throughout the day so I don't forget things as I go. So once I finish all that, then I dedicate the next amount of time to football. And uh, the reason I put like the football last is because I don't want to really put like a time limit on how much I need to watch or study. Because if I feel like I need to, mm-hmm. you know, get a little bit more information for that specific day, then I want to be able to stick around a little longer. Uh, but even with that, I kind of learned to put a time limit on that because uh, I believe you can overstudy and try to take in too much information at one time. So usually it was like a three-hour cap on that. And then after that, put put all my stuff down, stretch, meditate, read, and then I go to bed and then just do it again the next day. All right, Gary, when you're doing all that studying and you're watching that film, you like Lamar Jackson, you're playing quarterback. Who's the cornerback in the NFL that you watch? And not to say you model your game after, but just a guy that you enjoy watching. Yeah, uh, I really enjoy watching Jerry Alexander. Uh, having a, having a similar build, um, being from the same area, uh, having some having some uh, ties as well. Uh, seeing him be at his size, make the plays that he makes, playing as uh, being super dynamic, uh, being a leader, and then also being somebody who's just super confident on the field, regardless of who he's guarding. Uh, it's definitely somebody that I, I love to watch and love to model my game after. Garrett, let me ask you, it's been really fun to watch these young guys in the secondary come into the league and show some personality. Um, We saw the Jets, Sauce Gardner put the cheese hat on and Lambeau. Uh, Jair Alexander is a really fun electric player to watch in the secondary. You come to the league. Are you going to do you think about stuff like that? Do you see that there is a way to make a name for yourself, not only on the field with the play, but also from a business perspective? Do you do you are you um, you trying to execute from that perspective and your personality? Yeah, so with me, I'm naturally a laid-back person, but I guess it comes with having like that business and marketing uh, background where you're always trying to think of the next step ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like, how are you going to kind of be able to build your brand, uh, build your name, things like that outside of football? Uh, but for me, the biggest thing, I'm going to just stay true to myself. You know, I'm not going to try to go into the league and try to be something I'm not. Uh, I'm just going to be me, and I feel like people gravitate towards me uh, naturally as it is. So I'm going to stick to this script. 
I love it. You got the charisma. Well, now here's your chance to build your brand and sell yourself. 32 teams are all watching this okay, morning. They're watching you right now, Garrett Williams. I want you to tell a GM, ownership, a coach, why they should draft you in the 2023 NFL draft. Yeah, just from an off-the-field standpoint, I feel like you draft me, you draft somebody that's going to be a future team captain of your team. And then from an on-the-field standpoint, uh, you get somebody who's scheme versatile and is dynamic in the run game and the passing game. I don't think there's a lot of people who have plays of them attacking the ball uh, in the air the same way as they attack the ball on the ground in the run game. Uh, so for me, I just feel like I'm somebody who can immediately step into a defense and, and make a team and a defense better from uh, on-the-field perspective and off-the-field perspective. I love that. Scheme, versatility, and a captain of your team. All 32 teams should want to talk to you. I hey, appreciate you stopping by this morning. Appreciate you. Yes, brother. sir. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Absolutely. Best Smart of luck, dude. Garrett Williams. Cool to get to know these guys. We got another one yeah. on deck here. Jordan Addison uh, from USC coming our way. Which team will land one of this year's top wideouts in the draft? Jordan Addison, a transfer that arrived at USC, is going to join us after break. Mm. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. And the catch is made by Addison. He's so dangerous after the catch. He's like a joystick out there. The human joystick. The Bolitnikov winner moves the six again. They're going to swing it to Addison. This is Addison. He's got the edge. That's who it is. Our next guest is one of the top prospects in the entire draft class. Please give a warm welcome to USC wide receiver Jordan Addison. Let's go, Jordan. What's going on? good. How y'all doing? Hey. Good. We're awesome. Good morning. Our own uh, Daniel Jeremiah, who's at NFL Network, he it is his lifeblood to rank you guys and know you inside and out where you might fit. He has you as the number two wide receiver in the draft. Your numbers speak for themselves. But to, please, tell us why you think you are the best wide out in this draft class. Oh, uh, well, I, I played in two different conferences, you know, with two different, two different great quarterbacks under two different systems. And I feel like I just did all I could to help them quarterbacks get to New York. You know, uh, comparisons are a very easy thing to make this time of year, but we always like to know not only who you guys like watching on Sunday afternoons, but if there is a game that you feel mirrors what you are about to bring to the NFL and how you have adopted maybe some tendencies because you can see what works on Sunday afternoons. A guy I like to watch is Calvin Ridley. Just his explosive movements that he does his route running, and then the high energy that he always plays with. I love that comparison for you, Calvin Ridley. He'll be back this year wearing number zero for the Jaguars. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned getting two quarterbacks to New York. You got a chance to obviously play with Kenny Pickett at Pittsburgh, and then you got a chance to play with Caleb Williams at USC. What was it about those two guys that made your game better? And then tell us a little bit about them as you try to compare the two to each other. Uh, just two both great quarterbacks, you know, and just playing with great quarterbacks always makes – well, it made me a, t a, a lot better just being able to understand their whole offense and, you know, pick their brains a little bit 
But, you know, they both had their differences and, and just I was just fortunate enough to be able to play with both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, going into uh, talking about your jersey number, I don't, I don't want to talk about the field. I want to talk about the jersey Let's number. Go. So <laughs> the jersey number, number three, was retired because of uh, former quarterback Carson Palmer. Um, mm-hmm. I want to know, how did you get to finesse that number and, and wear that number while you were at USC? Yeah, so when I got there and it was, you know, time to pass out jerseys, I had to make that phone call. So Coach Lincoln had gave me his number and I got a chance to, you know, talk to a former Heisman and just that whole experience was just a, a, a whole lot of fun. And then I got I got to, got a chance to learn a lot just being able to talk to him and, and, and learn from him. And our conversation really wasn't just about football. It was just trying to get to know each other on a personal level. So I really just thank him for trusting in me and allowing me to wear that number. That's dope. That's He's an awesome guy. I mean, everybody likes him. It's a really cool story that you got to get in touch with him. You wore the number three. Dude, it's not all you wore. We had a picture of your fashion sense, and, and it is really, really sharp. There's, there's, you, you won the Bolitnikoff, and I think we have a picture of it. You had like a turtleneck and the sunglasses mm-hmm. and the hair. Eventually we'll have it. Tell us about your – have you thought any, put any thought into your draft night outfit? Yeah, I got, I got, a, I got a couple of things planned out for it. I got a nice little suit coming, but y'all gonna have to stay tuned for that. <laughs> the tweet that released this stay says tuned. Jordan Addison here to win the Bolitnikoff and steal your girl. That, I mean, that's I didn't. Let's steal your girl. Can you confirm your or deny? <laughs> nah, but that was a that was a cool little cool moment, cool picture. That yeah, was. Uh, Jordan, it was awesome. Like we were talking about in the commercial break at the combine, you know, the NFL—it's like brotherhood. You're friends with each other. Their position groups like to stick together. You were kind of the captain of your wide receiver group in Indianapolis because you were the guy with the candy. You were handing candy out to all the other wide receivers in your group. Please give us top three rank of your favorite candies. I say Sour Patch Kids, um, Lightsaber Gummies, and Star Wars. Oh, mm. Lifesaver gummies. Did not see that coming at, at all. No. Strong. Interesting to go from sour to gummy to you chewy. You are a candy expert. Jordan, you're my guy. All right. Uh, whose guy are you going to be, though, across the league? You have 32 teams that are tuning in right now, exactly, to Good Morning Football to get to know you a little bit better. We have a lot of prospects on. Make yourself different. Tell us, tell them why they should draft you next month at Kansas City. I mean, I'll just say y'all should draft me. Y'all going to get the same guy every day, somebody who is willing to work willing to, to come in the facility and just be consistent in everything I do. That's awesome, as they should. Consistency is key, especially if you want to have a long career in the NFL. Jordan Addison, yeah, Kyle's got it going. Right Absolutely. Yes, hey, sir. good luck. Stay healthy. And uh, we cannot wait to see what you are going to unveil for your what your outfit is on draft <laughs> Can't wait to see it. Thank you. Fight on.
You see it joining us now as a promising young defensive player in the league for the Detroit Lions. Just finished his rookie season, racked up four picks, two forced fumbles, and 80 tackles. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give a good morning football welcome. Lions safety, Kirby Joseph. Yo, 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 yo. I'm feeling good, man. I feel yeah. amazing. It's great good. to be here. That's man. for sure. Appreciate yes, it. Sir. Appreciate you. Yes, <laughs> you guys, he was watching his highlights, and he's just like, oh, that's me right there. Yeah, you deserve it. Time. You balled yeah. out a great rookie season, and everybody took notice. Even Lions legends took notice to what you were able to do on the field, and they took to social media. Barry Sanders, a guy, he went on, and he even tweeted about you. He said, right here, Feels like Kirby Joseph may be the best pick I have announced for the Lions. Mm. What was rookie year like, and what does it mean to you as you see a guy like Barry Sanders talking about you? And what do you have in store for us for next season? Um, I want to say thank you again, Barry, for announcing that pick. You know what I'm saying? Um, in front of my family, in front of my moms, that, that meant everything to me. Mm-hmm. Um, our rookie year was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned so much um, from the ups and to the downs. You know, I, I mean, like, I learned a lot just being around the guys in the locker room, and it was just amazing the atmosphere to be around the Detroit Lions. Um, you know, it's my first NFL team. Uh, just coming in, everybody welcomed me with open arms, and I just want to say thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. You know yes, sir. Um, we got to get into this. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has thrown over 8,000 passes in his career. Mm-hmm. He has the lowest interception rate in NFL history. He doesn't throw picks. You got him not once, mm-hmm. not twice, three times in one season. How did that happen? How did you do it? It's amazing. I got him three times, but I'm not going to lie. It should have been five. Um, that last game, I dropped that first one, mm-hmm. and then that second one got called back. Actually, it should have been. Oh no. Should have been, been six. Should have been six. Should have been six. You you're witness to this. No. That, you're witness. Like, that, yeah, yeah. that one-hander yeah. on that fourth down or the third down, I could I could get that. I could you should have had six interceptions of Aaron Rodgers yeah. over those games. Yeah. Well, we're looking at him now. The highlights speak for themselves, but there's something else in this day and age that is very profound statement. Have you seen, uh, have you checked your Wikipedia page recently? <laughs> Bring up the still image of this. I'm going to read it for you. It's an American football safety alliance of the National Football League and the father of Aaron Rodgers, mm. Kirby Joseph. Mm. Your thoughts, yeah, Mr. Joseph? That's a pro right there. Sips his tea as he goes what do you got? this. Um, first, I want to say to Aaron Rodgers, um, you know what I'm saying? That was my favorite quarterback growing up, so I watched him my whole life. Mm-hmm. So coming into this game, me and my agents, my managers, we was always talking about how uh, my first interception would be against him. And it, it surely was. Spoken into existence. Yeah, spoken man. into existence. And then after I got that first one, it was just like, you know, I got it so early in the game, too. So it was like, I'm hungry. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I ain't done. So I just kept going. I just kept playing and stuff like that. And I got that second one. And after that, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Lit. Yeah. I'm lit. I'm lit. I'm lit. I ain't here, right. Yeah, I ain't. I'm lit right now. Um... I ain't gonna lie. If I didn't, if I didn't get out that game early with that concussion, I probably, I probably would have made it. History some more. Ooh, he said six. Okay. Six. 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 You also, Love you have history because you picked him off in Week 18 in what will almost definitely be his last throw as a Packer, and who knows, maybe his last throw ever. Did you keep that ball? Do you have it? What, what became of that? Uh, yeah, that pick was amazing too. That was still the game. Wait, uh, what? 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 He going to the back? What, huh? He's he, gonna be I, he brought him something. He brought something to the studio. Oh my God! Yeah, he got it. it he right still here. has it. That's I mean, that's the game ball. ball. Right still, did you here, here, um, turn it so they see the tape. Okay, no, here you do it. You hold it. Here, did like you this. think about asking him? Did you think about asking him to autograph that? 
Yeah, yeah, but um, I had an interview with ESPN, so I ain't get, I ain't had time to go nah, make no it time. over there. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He did this little cinematic, you know, exit. You know what I'm saying? I let him do him. Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's the last pass Rodgers throws a pack. Last pass, right? You have the ball. He yeah. has the real ball. And he didn't have time ball. to ask him for an interview because ESPN needed to hear from him. Right, right, right. Hell with Rodgers. I got this pick. I'm getting it done. We won the game. What I does the it. tape say? It says uh, 31 interception at Green Bay, fourth quarter. Mm. Unbelievable. Great. It's awesome. Mm. You're That's carrying sad. that around your little duffel bag? I keep it on. That's like memorabilia. You keep <laughs> it on your ID. You go everywhere with it. Is that right? That'll get you to places in New York. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kirby, can we see some ID, please, sir? Right and here's here your play. football. Right here, please. <laughs> Kirby just bought a beer with that. It's incredible. <laughs> Kirby, amazing that you just pulled that. You can buy a brewery no, with that, actually. Not a green right. bag. All right, man, what do you got, Brock? Brock. Uh, man, I just, you know, we talked about the coaching staff and stuff like that. Um, who, was your, who was your favorite coach on our coaching staff last year? Like, you know, Deuce is gone and a couple of guys, you know, might maybe moved. But who, who was your favorite coach on the coaching staff last year? Um, I say AG, for real. Because mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. talking to AG because AG, like, the way his mind is set up, Mm-hmm. Um, I just be wanting to learn so much from him. Mm-hmm. So I feel like AG, I would say, yeah, for sure. It yeah, was I cool, like, I think, for everybody to get to know Aaron Glenn um, from Hard Knocks. It was mm-hmm. great yeah. last summer. Um, this dynamic is actually incredible at no the doubt. table. we got a 12-year vet, almost a 12-year vet, and you're coming off your first season, yet you guys embraced, like, you have been year- friends for years. Like, yeah. what is that like to have a veteran in your locker room that, that takes you in like that? I'm a dog. What you mean? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I mean, you know, for me, it's like my young bulls, man. I, I I always wanted a locker room where everybody felt comfortable. You can be yourself. You don't have to be a robot. You don't have to change your personality for the team. Mm-hmm. Be yourself, but just come to work. And, you know, I think he, he exemplifies that. You know, he comes to work. He goes to walkthroughs with his shoes off. And I'm like... Yo, put your shoes on. <laughs> and he has his shoes off going through walkthroughs, breaking on the balls and stuff like that. And, you know, after a while, you, I just stopped focusing on it because he was always locked in. So who cares mm. about shoes? If you don't want to wear no <laughs> shoes to walk through, come out. long yep. as you're working it and you're locked into, into the walkthrough, let's go. Come to work, come to walkthrough, and bring your Aaron Rodgers interception ball. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Kirby, the draft is coming up in less than a month, and one of your former teammates at Illinois, Devin Witherspoon, is just flying up the charts. He's a projected first-round pick. What kind of guy is the team going to get if they call his name in Kansas City next month? Y'all going to get a certified baller, mm-hmm. a certified dog, mm-hmm. somebody that you don't got to tell to, like, get on their horse. That's somebody that's going to work on their own that wants to get better on their own. He's his own motivation. I'm just so proud of him, you know what I'm saying? That's the highlight right there. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, and then he's just a dog. You see that dog mentality right there where he come up and he makes tackles and stuff. I think he's very Mm -hmm. physical, you know what I'm saying? And you know, with corners, a a lot of the times, they don't really like to be physical, but this corner right here, my dog Spoon, mm-hmm. he gonna hit something for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one thing I love watching him. He's he's coming up and he's smacking people from oh, yeah. the secondary, mm-hmm. and it's fun probably for him watching you on Sundays. It helps those guys realize, like, man, Kirby was just here. He's out there balling. I know I can do it on the next level. But playing football is not your only talent. We watched you last year making plays, doing backflips coming out of the tunnel, celebrating all types of ways. What goes into this? How do you, like, look at this. You're dancing. You're having a good time. Is this just who you are? Do you try to get your guys involved? This is on the sideline during an NFL game. Where did you learn to do something like this? 
To be honest, I taught myself. It was me and my friends. Um, back in the day, we was just doing backflips. I learned on my bed, my mattress in my house. So, you know, after the, the couple L's I took, I finally got it. <laughs> in your pads, though, that's what tripped me out. Like, in your pads and helmet. I could see backflipping yeah. without stuff on, but cleats, pads, and helmets... I don't understand how you do it. You're freaking. I think me. it's the taking L's on the way to learning yeah. how to stick the landing on the yeah. side. Yeah. Uh, Kirby, Came a long way. Are, are we dude. allowed to touch the ball? Like, is that, is, oh, yeah, that was like the one ring or something. You know, like, okay, here we <laughs> this is awesome. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower. 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.